What's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this is Kevin from the Core Progression Podcast. Hey, everybody. It is the first podcast of the second half of 2022. It is the day before July, so it is July 5th. And this podcast, my God, the best way to describe it is one word or shape. Three words from the ghost side. One phrase. Triumph over tragedy. Yeah, that's probably not the best way to, you know do the unclean vocals i can't growl like that though but this band has gone through tragedy and the triumph that they have overcome with it is absolutely incredible so before we get into that i do want to talk about support for this podcast so support for the core progression podcast is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the belt grooming their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels and their performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. So the question is, what is in that men's hygiene bundle with that performance package? You get the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which has skin safe technology, is water resistant, waterproof. Yeah, waterproof. That's the better word for because it is not just water resistant, it is waterproof. And also has a 400K LED spotlight, so you can have a more precise shave down there. They also have the weed whacker ear and nose trimmer to you know get those pesky hairs out of there that your girlfriend might be like oh my god i do not want you with all those long nose hairs you look like an old man yeah get rid of those with the weed whacker they also have the crop reviver ball tar to make your ball smell silky fresh also with a pair of boxer briefs shave mats so you don't get your you know hair all over the place but my favorite thing that it comes with is this bad boy right here. This is called the Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. So what does that mean? This means that it'll make your boys down there smell good. It'll make sure that your legs don't chafe up at all. So the reason I say that and the reason why I do say it doesn't chafe up because I've been using this stuff for the past two years. When the pandemic hit, I was running outside a lot and I was biking outside a lot and I was walking around bow-legged after like a week. So I'm like, oh God, this chafing is horrible. And I was trying to find anything to, you know, get myself, you know, to stop chafing and to stop having that happen. The Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant was the way to go. And ever since I started using it, I still work out just as much. I run even more. I bike even more. I go to concerts all the time. I'm in the mosh pits. I'm in the heat, the humidity, just constantly going. You want to know who doesn't have a problem with chafing anymore? Me. Why? Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant from Manscaped. I stand by this stuff, guys. Trust me on that. I mean smooth as silk down there baby okay that might be weird to say that but we're going with it anyway man trust me on this this stuff it freaking works so when it comes down to it you know what manscapes has an offer for you just from the core progression podcast 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code cpp at manscaped.com and this four million men use it that's about 8 million balls. Two of those balls belong into this guy. Oh, yeah. Manscaped.com. Use the code CPP to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. And next, we are also sponsoring the When We Were Hungry Festival happening in Viva Las Vegas, Nevada, October 20th and 21st of 2022. Yeah, we're turning memes into dreams with this one. Pancakes in the pit. And this festival is really like the grassroots start up. Like you want to be a part of this DIY, everything like this is freaking awesome. You're going to want to be a part of it because there are so many great bands playing bands in the podcast, including saving vice, modern day escape outlier palisades, varsity, along came a spider, other bands like the original 
a Skyland Drive lineup. The Bunny the Bear is playing. Let's see who else. Dropout Kings. Oh, yeah. You're not going to want to miss out on this. Again, Las Vegas, October 20th and 21st, 2022. Pancakes in the Pit, Memes in a Dream Baby. Tickets are on sale now, so go to whenwewerehuggerfestival.com. Link trips into the podcast. Go get your tickets right now. Meet us in the Pit. Brewers hat. Pancakes. You're not going to want to miss out on it. Let's have some fun in Vegas, baby. Now let's go to our feature presentation. So we have Robert from the band Sleep Signals on the podcast. The band has recently released their music video for the song The Return, which is off their 2021 EP. But this, we go deep into this because the band was involved in a bus crash back in August of 2021. And the band did suffer injuries, suffered a total loss of all their equipment, all their gear, their merch, everything. Uh, One of the band members, Travis, did suffer a little bit more than the others. And this podcast is not about what happened. This podcast is about how the band is rebounding from it, how the band has come through this triumph over tragedy with strength, with resolve, with faith in each other, with faith in the fact that they want to keep doing this and with the fact that they're going to continue to do this. The strength that it took them to get to this point is absolutely incredible. And Robert's going to take you through all of that here on the Core Progression Podcast. Also, what to expect for them the rest of 2022, baby. So are you guys ready for an incredible episode? Hell yeah, you are. Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. When I saw a chance to interview this band come across my email thread, I was just like blown away by it, ecstatic about it because I've been following this band ever since, you know, probably the middle of 2021. Thank you, Mr. Joel Final, for adding me to the Sleep Signal Sleep Society page because otherwise, you know, might never have found this band, but I'm glad I did. So thank you, Mr. Joel Found for that one. Their single, The Return, which is off their 2021 EP. They just released a new music video for it after a tumultuous year, which tested their strength as a band, which tested their resolve band, their face band, and now they're ready to come back with this strength, with this power, and potentially playing live shows in 2022. And I'm excited to see it. So please welcome from the band Sleep Signals, Robert to the podcast. So Robert, welcome to Core Progression Podcast. But man, thanks for having me. Thanks for being on, man. How is everything going in your world today? As you know, we're halfway pretty much through 2022 and the outlook for Sleep Signals looks incredibly good right now. Yeah, it's been a blur, man. Um, yeah, we 2022 has flown by so far. Um, we've just been really focused on uh, recovery and everything from our accident. Um, just really uh, focused on, you know, rebuilding our, our gear and, and getting our live rig and everything set up again. And uh, then, you know, we finally got this music video out. It felt really good. It, we've been sitting on it for over a year now. Um, so, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a blur, man. It's uh, it feels like it's been like two months and six already. So it, it has. But again, like kind of when it comes to so many different things happening at the exact same time as well with you guys, with the music video, putting everything back together once again and getting everything set so that, you know, later on this year, live shows playing once again, people are going to be out there in full force to see you guys perform live. On top of that, I mean, take a look, we went through in 2020 and like first half of 2021 with COVID where, you know, nobody really knew what was going on. So when it comes to just like a lot of things happening in that short period of time, it can seem like a blur, but especially for everything that you guys have been going through has to seem like, you know, especially from what that one point to where you guys are now, just like a blur of, again, strength, resolve, and just faith in your guys selves to really get to the point where you are today. 
Yeah, man, it, it feels really good. Um, yeah, the, the last couple of years have just been kind of a kind of a messed up situation. You know, like everybody was obviously hurting pretty bad with COVID and everything. Uh, we had a tour in, in 2020 that uh, we're supposed to go out in May. I think it was May and June. And that one got canceled because of COVID, obviously. And then uh, 2021 rolls around. We finally get back on tour. It was so good to be out, you know, back on the road after like 12, 14 months, something like that it had been. And uh, we got, uh, I think we were, we were like 12 dates in total, two days into the run with POD and uh, from Ashes to New. And uh, we got in the wreck and it's like, okay, well, I guess we're, hitting the brakes again. And, you know, uh, and then we waited, you know, all this time since it's been 10 months now since, uh, since the wreck. So yeah, finally starting to kind of get back to some sense of normalcy, hopefully here. And I think you guys definitely will. Again, I've been monitoring a little bit of just the the reaction from the release of the return video, just seeing how people, especially not only on the sleep society fan page, but also the YouTube comments and just everywhere else where I can find it. And it just seems like people are just energized and just absolutely excited and absolutely just joyful that you guys are back at it. You guys are, you know, even though the return was on the EP from 2021, it's, this is something new for them. It shows that you guys are back, especially with a song called the return. I mean, what better song to release a music video for than that? Right. Yeah. It, it kind of just worked out funny like that, man. It's such a, such a strange coincidence. Um, we actually recorded that song, I want to say we recorded it actually in 2019, I think. And then uh, it was supposed to come out on the album in 2020 that got postponed because of COVID. And then uh, we filmed the video uh, February of last year. Um, and then it was supposed to come out in August. And then we got in a bus wreck, you know, like right before the video was supposed to drop. So it got pushed off again. And uh, yeah, getting it out now, finally, it's uh, feels really good for people. You know, we, we were so excited about this video, man. It's like the, it's the coolest video I think that we've done to date. And uh, just so impressed with the videographer that we worked with and, and how he was able to help us bring it to life. And uh, yeah, it feels awesome to, to finally get it out there. And I know people have been waiting a long time for it, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great, man. Really stoked. Absolutely. And the production value on top of that thing too is absolutely incredible. So where are you hired to direct that thing and do the videography or videography for that thing? Top notch, man. Top notch. Yeah, shout out to Adam Stannon, man. He's uh, he killed it. He he did our video for Digital Sleep as well. So if you haven't seen that one, that one's pretty pretty incredible as well. He's uh, he's he's a madman with the camera. So gotta say this, Adam, you the man, you the man. So hopefully he's gonna watch us at some point, so he sees that and just gets that nice little shout out right there. <laughs> at least I hope so. So kind of going in, especially you know, as seeing just all just this you know positivity coming back from the return with the return seeing how many people are you know talking about it going back to when you know initially after the crash and just everything that happened there what was the initial outreach of support that not only you got from like fans but did you get any from the guys that you're on tour with with pod with from ashes to new i think you were with all good things at that same point in time as well so what kind of support what kind of just you know well wishes and just that positive outlook were you getting from not only fans but other people in the music scene as well yeah, it was, uh, it was really, uh, you know, like I, I can't even put words to it really, man. It's, um, it, it was great. It, we really had like an outpour, uh, you know, outpouring of, of just love and, and, uh, you know, support from, from everybody, from our fans to other bands. Um, yeah, the, uh, the POD camp, uh, you know, the Famash new camp, the all good things camp, um, they were all awesome. Um, all those guys were super understanding of the situation, you know, like a lot of times bands drop off a tour or something, people get upset and like, these guys understood, like, this is a, you know, we had a bad wreck, like, you know, everybody understood. 
Um, we've kept in touch with a lot of them. Uh, they're, they're still really supportive and it's, it's been really cool to see. Um, we had a lot of bands that even we've toured with in the past, you know, like, uh, ice nine kills had reached out, you know, to check how we were doing and, um, uh, just, you know, a lot of, a lot of support for the music scene for sure. Um, and then our fans have just been awesome, man. Um, you know, we had a GoFundMe up, uh, to, uh, to help just replace some of the, uh, equipment and stuff that we lost. And I know Travis had one up for his medical bills and everything. And, uh, people were, you know, super supportive of that. I know a lot of people went out and bought a bunch of merch and stuff. And, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, we lost all of our merch in the wreck. So, uh, it took us a long time, like, like six months probably to, uh, fulfill some of those merch orders and, uh, people are super patient with us and understanding of the situation. And, uh, we just, we, we just can't, can't tell you guys enough, like how much we appreciate that. It's been so awesome. That's just a mark of like, especially when it comes from the fans perspective, fans that truly support you and really love the, what you guys do as a band and really love the music that you put out because there's a lot of times where stuff happens and all of a sudden, especially in today's day and age where it's like, if you, if you order something, you don't get it within like the next like week or so you're like, what the heck happened? Or if you order something from Amazon, it doesn't come the next day. It's like you're irate and you're ready to like write a negative review on Amazon, but just seeing not only, you know, from your perspective with the merch order, just, you know, took a long time to get those put together and get those sent out, but how patient people were with those and how supportive they were. I do remember both of those GoFundMe's, both for the band with all the merch and stuff and for Travis as well, and just constantly seeing how many people were supporting it. All the comments on the Facebook pages, just, you know, happy to be able to help with this and put whatever you can to it and just seeing how many people were willing to put forward their hard-earned money to help you guys out in this situation based off of, the positive reaction, the positive emotion that they get from your music. I mean, that's a connection. That's a bond that they're never going to forget, that you're never going to forget, and that's never going to be broken. So when you guys do get out and play live shows once again, it's going to be like this full-on just joyous reunion in a way between the fans and you guys where it's like after everything that had happened, they're back. We're really looking forward to it, man. Like we can't wait to get back on a stage again. And we we've got a little bit of ways to go still. Um, you know, like I said, we're still trying to rebuild all of our equipment and we've, we've repurchased most of it at this point, but like everything is behind right now in the mail. And like, uh, you know, like, like we're waiting on components, little microchips and stuff and all the, all the pieces of equipment, you know, so uh, a lot of backordered stuff that we're waiting on, but, um, we're slowly building it all back up. Um, we're working on our, uh, production rig again now. Um, it's, um, it's going to come soon. It's, um, it, it's coming, man. And, uh, we're so excited to, to get back on that stage and, and, you know, I, I, I can tell already, we're going to feel that energy from the crowd in a, in a totally different way. Like it's going to be like, just like you said, you know, that bond, that connection that you get, like, it's going to be next level. And I'm, I'm so excited to experience that. It's going to be awesome. So the best way I think I can describe that energy from like an experience that I've had myself was this was in September of 2021 at Blue Ridge Rock Fest seeing the Ghost Inside perform because it was like one of their first shows since what they had gone through with their accident and just seeing how many people showed up there and just the outpouring of emotion that happened, especially when they played Aftermath, just, you know, everyone's ready for the wall of death and people are in there just like crying just with that full emotion of just pure happiness and joy because they're relating to everything that that song talks about and just feeling that emotion. So it's just everyone laying out. It was just something that was, it sticks out as an emotionally powerful moment in my mind. So 
from your perspective, when you guys go back up on stage, I feel like a lot of the fans there are going to have that exact same kind of a feel, exact same kind of a moment where it's this emotional release of happiness and letting, you know, anger and grief and pain going away at that moment and seeing the strength that you guys have had to get through this and people turning that to their lives and finding the strength to get through whatever problems they're having at that given time. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, um, that's like, obviously the ghost inside came to mind, uh, you know, when, when we started thinking about like, how do we come back from this and how do we, you know, what are we going to do now? Um, you know, the ghost inside, I think is, is definitely one of the bands, um, that was like forefront in all of our minds. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet those guys back in like 08. Um, I was touring with an old band that used to be in called solidarity. Um, and we had, uh, we, we had, uh, hooked up with those guys for a couple of shows, super, super great dudes. And, and I've followed their story for a long time now. And, uh, yeah, when we saw, you know, everybody was super upset when we saw that happen to them. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's been so inspiring to see them come back from, from something like that. And I, I really think that that has helped us be able to come back from our situation, you know, watching another band that's been able to do it. Um, you know, Candiria comes to mind too. Um, you know, a lot of bands have, have dealt with this kind of thing before it's, it's part of being out on the road. Like you put yourself at risk when you're out there and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's inevitably going to happen sometimes to some of these bands. And, uh, it's just really, it's really inspiring to see the bands that, that, that can come, come back from this. And, uh, I definitely got to give props to those guys, you know, like um, they, they kind of showed the way on how, how you get back from something like this. Even when I think it was, um, I think it was one of the first videos that Travis had posted after the accident, just seeing the comments that were in there. Cause after that, there were so many positive comments. I think I even saw a couple and I may even put one in there myself as well, just kind of relating it to just, you know, in the music scene, we'd seen what happened with the ghosts inside and we'd seen how powerful the comeback that was and the inspiration that was behind that. And, you know, potentially going to their self-tell album during that time and just really reflecting on it to really, you know, get inspiration from it, gain strength from it when, you know, potentially at times when your strength might feel like it's at a low point, keeping that inspiration going, keeping that engine driving within you to the point where, I mean, again, look at where you guys are now. You guys are ready to go back out there. You guys are ready to play shows once again, less than a year after this. And it is just something that, I mean, to say it's incredible, I think is just understating every little bit of it. It's, I, I don't know any other word, like could just a phenomenal, a miracle. I mean, there's so many words you could put there, but I'm just not sure if it actually encapsulates how amazing this actually is. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. And like, um, you know, Travis des deserves, you know, the most of that, like Travis, all of us were like pretty hurt. Travis definitely took the brunt of it. You know, Travis, uh, you know, is the, is the one that lost body parts and, you know, like it's, um, it's not a good thing when you're losing body parts, you know, and, um, he, you know, he, his, his ability to come back from this and the fact that he's walking now and like, you know, like it's, you know, ironically, he's, everybody started talking about like, when, when do we think we're going to try to like plan to come back and like start playing shows and like, you know, when, when, when is this going to happen? And everybody is kind of like, you know, nobody's like super stoked about getting in a bus or in a van again, like that, that part of tour is something that none of us are really excited about. <laughs> like the playing the shows and hanging out and meeting people and hanging out with our friends, like that part is awesome. But the, the getting in a bus or a van part is like the worrisome part. 
And like, believe it or not, Travis was like the first guy that was like, I'm ready to go. Like, let's get in a van guys. Let's get in a bus. Let's go do this. You know? So of all people, um, you know, it, it was pretty, pretty, pretty crazy to see that he was like ready to go, you know? And that is crazy, but also at the same point in time too, that has to be something of just incredible inspiration where to the person that, you know, took the brunt of this is the one that's, you know, most excited and ready to go back out and do that once again. And especially for you guys that has to just build confidence within you to, you know, yes, everything that happened there, that's always going to be in the back of your minds because of what had happened. But if Travis is one person that's ready to go, raring to go and is ready to go back out there, I mean, you guys have to, you know, get energy from that's like, you know what, we're going to do this, let's go. And then when you guys go to those shows, every place that you show up to, especially for that first, you know, return tour back, my God, there's, it's, again, you're going to feel that energy every single night from people at the show, people, you know, really getting the music in the crowd. And then after the show, as many people as possible coming up, saying hi, you know, sharing that positive energy with you, sharing those positive vibes, hanging out with you guys so that every single day, it's just, there's going to be that positivity that's just going to radiate. And it's going to be something that you're not, you're, it's something you're never going to forget. It's something that you're just going to always be able to just like, no matter what goes on in life, you're going to be able to pick up from that and just really derive any positivity from that whenever you're at your lowest point. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Like I can't wait. It's um, we're definitely looking forward to that, to that experience. Absolutely. And going back in a little bit, you know, some of the stuff that happened, you know, post acts as well. What were some of the other things that were some of the things that might've been the, you know, most, um, most tough to overcome outside of everything that happened to Travis. Cause I did see the most recent video that Travis did post about, you know, he's, he's ready to come back. He's ready to roll the, his smile was just infectious. And then it's like, yeah, my fingers might be a little messed up, but I can still play again. And I was just like, yeah. So like what other challenges did you guys really have to overcome during that point to really get to the point where you are today, where you're ready to go back out in the road once again? Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is, uh, you know, there's obviously, it's kind of three categories, I guess, you know, there's a lot of physical stuff that we had to overcome. There's a lot of emotional stuff that we had to overcome. And then there's a lot of uh, just like financial and like technical stuff that we had to kind of overcome with it. And uh, the, the financial parts are like the easiest part. Cause you just, that's what credit cards are for. Uh, but uh, the uh, you know, the, um, the, the physical and emotional parts um, were, have definitely been a struggle and everybody's, everybody's taken it differently. Um, everybody, you know, has, has dealt with different things. Um, you know, Jay severed a bunch of tendons in his hand and his picking hand, uh, and, you know, he basically had to like relearn how to pick a guitar. He, he doesn't, he's physically unable to play like the same technique that he used to play. Um, so, you know, like just trying to, to reteach yourself how to pick a guitar, you know, like things like that, it, it, it's difficult, you know, um, I'm still in a bunch of physical therapy and stuff for my neck. My neck is just wrecked. You'll probably never see me bang my head. Like I used to on a stage ever again, but that's all right. The other guys are like, the other guys will pick me up. You know, I've, I've mentioned it to Grant and he's like, uh, don't worry, dude, I, I got you. Like he, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll bang his head twice as hard for me. Um, but, um, yeah. And then just like emotional stuff, you know, like, um, Grant went out and filled out, uh, or filled in for our buddies on tour, uh, late night savior. Uh, they were out with Vera union here pretty recently. And, uh, he, um, you know, I know he told me that, uh, when he was out, you know, in, in their, uh, they were touring in an RV. Um, I know he said that, uh, you know, when they were moving, he couldn't sleep. He didn't sleep like a wink of sleep. 
the entire tour while they were moving, he wouldn't fall asleep until they stopped. And, you know, I'm sure I'm going to be the same way, you know, like when we get back out there and like, we're, we're rolling around in our bus and like, you know, every time you feel a little shift or something, you know, like the, those big vehicles, like that kind of bouncy around, like every time you feel that little shift or something, you know, I'm sure we're going to be jumping up and, and freaking out a little bit, but um, yeah, it's, it's been a challenge. Um, you know, we're just taking it at a day at a time. Um, you know, just, just doing our best, you know, our best with the, the cars that we were dealt. And, you know, I think the biggest thing is like, we just, we're not going to feel sorry for ourselves. You know, we're just going to get out and, uh, you know, do what we got to do to get back. So. Yeah, it's like, take that mindset of, you know, it happened, but instead of how, like, this is going to hinder us. It's this happened to us how can we come back from this and how can we make this a point where, you know, when you look at the history of sleep signals, like this is a major point when it came to the growth of the band, when it came to the camaraderie and the chemistry for the band at the exact same point in time, because again, all you guys went through this and all you guys are, when you go out on the road, once again, it's like you said with the, with being in the bus, you might not sleep a wink when it's moving, but you know, everyone that's going to be on that bus might have a very similar feel. So you're able to build off of that. You're able to work with that chemistry, you're able to work with that camaraderie, of just you guys are going through the same thing. So you're able to rely on each other, you're able to work with each other and support each other in that moment so that when you are, you know, maybe having a moment where it's just, it's a struggle moment where you're just struggling a little bit at that time, like you're able to rely on, you know, your band members, your bandmates, your friends to really help you through some of that. And then when they need it, you're able to do the exact same in kind. For sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it definitely has, um, if anything has come out of this experience, you know, it definitely has created that bond, uh, between all of us. Um, like it's never existed before, you know, like I've never been part of a band, um, in my whole career, um, you know, that, that has the, the type of bond that the five of us have right now. And, um, you know, yeah, like, 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 uh, you gotta look for those silver linings and those, um, you know, the positives and the negative and, uh, we're, we're, we're definitely trying to do that. Absolutely. And when it comes to yourself specifically, was the fact that like everything going on with your neck, it was that one of the hardest things to get over? Was there something else that just was potentially your biggest hurdle to get over from the time where, when the crash happened to where you are now? Um, it's yeah. I mean like the, the, the physical stuff I think for me has really been like the, the biggest part. Um, I, I, um, I'm a super complicated case. It, it kind of sucks. Like I, I actually missed a tour back in 2018. Um, I, I had a stroke, um, uh, 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 in the ponds, <laughs> pontine stroke. Um, that, uh, like I basically had to learn how to like relearn how to walk and talk. Um, it was, uh, it was pretty gnarly. And, uh, so the combination of that and then the, the bus wreck and, uh, I, I had a pretty nasty concussion and head injury, um, combination of those two things. And just seeing a lot of doctors trying to figure out, well, was this like residual stuff from your stroke or was this like stuff from this current wreck, you know, like trying to figure all those kind of things out. I'm still in the middle of it, going to lots of doctor's appointments and stuff and, uh, neurosurgery and all kinds of, you know, all kinds of people. Um, so it's been that for me that personally, that's, that's like been my, my biggest personal challenge is just kind of like trying to get through all of the doctors and, and, uh, and brain stuff, you know? 
No, absolutely. And anyone that has gone through anything, you know, any sort of a medical, uh, anything like that, where, you know, you're constantly trying to get answers. And at times, you know, it doesn't, it seems like you're never getting answered. It seems like you're always getting something different from whatever doctor you see. Like people can easily relate to that too and feel that pain and feel just how troublesome that can be. But when it comes really down to another question I have for you is with all of that, what has been one of the biggest points of, you know, finding strength, like a support that you have seen to help you through something like this? Um, I mean, you know, it really comes back to just like, I think finding strength, like within ourselves and within each other, within the band, um, you know, and, and forming that, that, you know, that brotherhood, that, that, you know, the camaraderie, like you said, um, you know, I think that's really been the biggest thing. And then just like, again, like it goes back to the fans, man. It's like the connection that we've had with the fans, uh, since this happened is, um, you know, I'm not saying I'd like, if, if, if I could go back and not have a bus accident, I would love to not have a bus accident, but, um, you know, like there's just something amazing about what has come out of this, you know, and like the, the connection that we've got with our fans is, it's just unbelievable, man. Um, I, I, I just don't even know what to call it, you know? Um, so I, I think that those really are the, those two things are like where we've been able to find our strength and, um, you know, really been just the most, the most positive thing to come out of this. And the best thing to look at that is there's always a silver lining when it comes to anything. And with this one specifically, it's finding the strength in yourself and just seeing the emotional connection that you and your band have had with the fans and seeing how much support they have given during this time. And again, you're going to see that even continue on further once you go back out there, once you guys are playing live, once those fans are in the crowd, because everyone that knows your story, everyone that has had a connection with your band at some point, for that first tour out there, they're going to be able to make sure that they are free for whatever day that is possible coming close to them. Heck, even if you know you're coming close to a day, like say to me, and all of a sudden it's like, darn, I can't make it. But the next day you're playing, you know, an hour and a half away from me, literally it's going to be like, Boom, take my money. I'm going there. I'm going to have myself a good time. And we're all just going to feel like a family once again. And if you can't bang your head and you know, you're going to have to bang your heads twice as hard. I'm going to have to do the exact same thing, man. I'm going to have to just like, I'll bang my head twice as hard just for you. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Now, if my, if the hat that I'm wearing flies off, um, we'll see how that goes because that did happen a couple of times yesterday. And if it happens, you know, I'm bang my head so hard. I'm going to try and, you know, have my hat flap to either fly backwards and land on somebody else's head or fly forward and all of a sudden lands on stage and be like, oh, sorry guys, that was me. Little help. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be a brewer's hat though, so you'll pick it up and be like, is this yeah, for me? Like, but I won't throw it in the trash then or anything. I just, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> that kind of, I've I basically started wearing that hat to like every single show and it's just kind of become like a thing where every time I go out to a show, it's like people see the brewer's hats like, hey, it's the pit guy. I'm like, hey everybody, how's it going? <laughs> Kind of a fun little tidbit there. So just a little bit of like a look ahead into the second half of 2022, because now we're talking about, you know, you guys potentially playing shows. Um, is there a like a tour in the works right now? Is there shows in the works right now? What can we expect without giving away anything that you can't give away? Because I don't want you to give away anything that's, you know, like top secret. I don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah, all I can say, man, is that we are uh, we're working really hard behind the scenes right now. And uh, we are trying our damnedest to like put something together. Um, it, it's just, uh, it takes a lot of time. It's a lot of work. Um, you know, all of our, our entire live rig was lost in the wreck. So like we're replacing literally every single piece of equipment that we own. 
um, putting together these big racks of, you know, live production equipment. And then like our, our, like our lighting production kind of stuff, all that stuff is like insanely difficult, time consuming. We do it all ourselves. So, um, you know, it, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a long, long process. And then, you know, we, we, you know, have to book our own tours and our own shows. Typically we, we handle a lot of that stuff ourselves. We're independent and we, we like it that way. Um, so yeah, I mean, we are, uh, we're trying hard. We're, we're working hard behind the scenes. And, uh, I think that we will make people happy, uh, pretty soon. Well, I'm, I'm hoping so because I was at, I was looking forward to actually seeing that show that you guys had on tour with. It was with a uh, POD from Ashton and all good things. Cause I have had all good things in the podcast. I've had Lance from Ashton on the podcast and seeing from Ashton live is one of my favorite things. Cause those guys are just a balls of energy, fun as all hell on stage. So I was like, I was ready to go see that show with you guys. Unfortunately with what happened, it was like, so now I had to go see the other three, which is always a good thing, but you guys weren't there. So it was like, but I mean, the emotion still was like, everyone was still hoping that, you know, you guys were okay. Everyone was still like, still positive. It's like sleep things is going to be back. They're going to be better than ever. So watch out when it happens. So I'm still kind of amped up for this as we go along right now. I'm still getting even more amped up for this as we go along. So I'm waiting for the announcement to happen so I can finally look at some days and be like, okay, what day am I able to make? It's going to be that one. Let's go. Right on, man. Yeah. I, and you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know what scale we'll start off on. I think we'll probably kind of try to start kind of small, um, just to kind of get our feet wet again. But, um, you know, once we get back to it, I think we will, uh, we'll be back to it and we're, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, start kind of rapid fire kind of announcing those kind of things. I think once we, once we kind of start getting our feet wet again. So even when it comes to like potentially starting on a smaller scale, I still think you might end up coming around my area because you guys are the band's based in Minneapolis, correct? We are based in Minneapolis technically, like or we're from Minneapolis technically, but uh, we all actually live on the West Coast now. Um, so we we relocated. Uh, I was the only guy that was still actually in the Minneapolis area. I was in Wisconsin, but just over the border in a little town called River Falls. Um, but um, yeah, we, um, I moved out to Oregon, central Oregon, uh, last July, um, like right before the bus wreck. Um, so yeah, we're all out here now. Um, and, uh, yeah, not to, I mean, not to, not to get your hopes, you know, crush your hopes or anything, <laughs> but we'll probably start on the West coast a little bit, like I said, just to get our feet wet. And then I think, um, we'll start to expand pretty quick from there. Well, I'll say this to that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I did not know you guys all were living out in the West Coast, but it does make sense to just, you know, stay a little bit closer to home, you know, stay a little closer to that area. But I'll tell you what, here in the Midwest, we're going to be waiting for you guys to come over here when you're ready. Yeah, hopefully we can get there like when it's not freezing cold and, uh, you know, nobody like it's one of the big reasons why I relocated to Central Oregon is to get out of the the uh, Wisconsin winters, man. I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. Um, so yeah, we're not, uh, we're definitely not in a hurry to get there like in, you know, January or February, but, um, you know, hopefully before then or right after then or something, maybe we can get out there and, uh, and, uh, get some shows in the Midwest. Say I'll be a little ambitious and hope for something like, you know, October, cause October has been pretty nice around here as of late, but uh, I could also be a little bit more on the safe side and say like maybe late March, maybe April, just so you know, you're at that springtime, you don't have to worry about potential, you know, negative temperatures going to show, even though I trust me, we all still will do it. Like, it's like, we're down for this. Let's go. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no fun being on tour in the winter either, man. Like you have to like worry so much more about driving on slippery roads and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's always better just to be uh summertime is the time to tour. And then like you go South, right? Like in the wintertime, that's a good time to tour like Florida and Georgia and the, you know, the, the Gulf coast States and stuff. That's what it's usually like when it comes to concerts and whatnot, it's here for here. It's always like January and February. It's, like I'll go see maybe one show in that in those months and that's it. All of a sudden, like with this year, March hit and it was just like an explosion of just like I was going to like two shows every single week. April hit, same concept. May hit, oh dear God. This month for June, it's like, okay, things everyone's kind of going over to like a lot of the bands are going over to Europe for the festival season over there. So now it's like right a little bit of a lull. But then all of a sudden July hits and it's just like, okay, here we go once again. Yeah, once festivals start up here, like everybody and their brothers on tour. So Oh God. Yeah. So got to go, got to go some of those festivals. Got to enjoy the live music while you can, because I mean, we lost it in 2020. So enjoy it while you can. I mean, I'm trying to hit as many shows as possible this year. My goal is at least 50. I think I'm at like 20 or 22 right now. So got a couple, got a couple more to go for the second half of the year, but I think I'll be able to make it. That's awesome, dude. That's a lot of shows in one year. That's ambitious. And hopefully sleep signals ends up being one of them. Again, I've been a little ambitious on that one, but I'm hoping for it. I hope so, man. Definitely. I, I mean, I, I hope so, too, because I, I know there's going to be a good amount of people here in the Midwest, especially when it comes to the Midwest. Well, anything with rock and metal, it seems to have like a pretty great following over here as well, even though, you know, sometimes it might not necessarily be as talked about. But it seems like every time I talk to a rock or metal band, it's like, OK, look at your Spotify listeners and like see where your like most popular cities are. It seems like every single time Chicago's in the top five. Yeah, the Midwest is pretty great for for rock and metal stuff, man. And like, um, you know, a lot of really great radio stations too in the in the Midwest that are really supportive. Um, we've had some of our best luck, especially again being an independent band. Um, you know, like when we get radio support like that, um, it, it's huge for us. And uh, a lot of the stations that we've gotten support from uh, over the last few years have really been like pretty centered around the, the Midwest. So, yeah, I mean. Um, Fans are great. Venues are great. Radio stations are great. Um, you know, like I, I think there's a reason why you see a lot of like East Coast and West Coast bands going to the Midwest a lot. Um, not to say there aren't good markets, you know, on like on each of the coasts too, because there are. Um, but um, you know, there, there's something about the a lot of those Midwest markets that that I really enjoy. Oh, absolutely! It's like even for myself as well, being based where I'm at, I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like moving anytime soon because. If a show doesn't come near me, at the very most, there's going to be a show for that tour that's going to be, at the very most, two hours away. Sometimes even less than that. And it's like, if I really want to go see it, I can go and see it. No questions asked. Hell, it could be like a Wednesday and all of a sudden it's, oh, I got to work in the morning. But um, there's a great show down in Chicago. Yeah, let's go see that. But you got to work in the morning. Who the fuck cares? Right, <laughs> right on, dude. Yeah. It's just, it's just that mentality of just, I mean, and you could probably attest this too when it comes to live music. It's just, there's a certain energy and there's this just certain feeling that you get when you're up on stage or even for us in the crowd. There's a certain energy that we get where, you know, we're there and all the crap that's going on in the world, all the other crap that's going on in our lives just goes away in that moment. And all that matters is what's in front of us. All that matters is the enjoyment that we're getting, seeing you guys perform live, feeling the energy from you guys feeding off that energy and giving that energy in the crowd. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's just giant back and forth. And all of a sudden, you know, you yell, bang your heads. And all of a sudden you got like four or 500 people in unison just going like, yeah. 
just having a good yeah, time. There's, there's nothing like it. And, uh, you know, like I, I'm actually, I'm going to a show tomorrow night. Um, it's the first show that I'm going to, um, since, since the wreck. So I'm actually really looking forward to it. I haven't been to a show in, in 10 months and, uh, you know, there's not a ton of shows that come through central Oregon right here. I've been to a couple of local shows. I, I take that back. I've been to a couple, like I try to get out and support the local scene around here as much as I can. Uh, just like we tried to do when we were back in Minneapolis. Um, but, um, you know, like, like a, a bigger show, this would be my first one since the wreck. And, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, man. I got to ask who you going to see. Cause I'm curious. I'm going to see a Wilhelm scream. That's like my all time favorite band. If you haven't checked them out before, like, uh, check them out there. It's, it's like uh, kind of hardcore punk with like real metal guitars. Um, I've, I've loved that band since probably 2000, 2007, 2008. I've been super into that band. It's, it's my all time favorite band, man. They're great. All right. Now you definitely piqued my interest. Cause when I really kind of started to form my own like musical, like taste, it was really around hard rock and punk rock and also throw disturbed in there as well. Like that's where I really resided with. So now you're talking about hardcore punk with metal guitars, especially since I started this whole entire podcast, it's basically been like metalcore has been just like one of my favorite things to really get into. It's just like, now you're speaking my language. I want to go see this. Yeah, man, they're super great. Like, um, go and check out their stuff. They're, they're probably coming through your area too. I think probably pretty soon. I know they, they've got a pretty big U S tour going on right now, but um, yeah, they're in my neck of the woods. So I gotta, I gotta go see them and support them, man. I'll, I'll have to go check that out too, because also hardcore punk with metal guitars. seems like that's a definite like recipe for a mosh pit inducing show, which is something that I'm just like, <gasps> that's like Christmas morning to me. I'm just like, yay. It's like, it's oh, like yeah. being a kid on Christmas and you see like the bike wrapped up under the tree. Like that's whenever I see a mosh. I'm just like, ah, ah, I'm in. Yeah, man. It's um like, so I grew up in, you know, kind of more of the, the hardcore uh, kind of scene more so than like the, the metal rock kind of scene. Um, and that's, you know, hardcore is like all about energy. It's like, that, that's what, that's what the genre is about is, is energy. And um, yeah, the, these guys don't disappoint if you ever get a chance to see them. Well, hopefully it's on a day where I'm not already going to a show or I'm out of, or like I'm way out of town or something. Cause I'll go take a look at the, like the tour lineup, see where they're coming from. And it'd be like, Hey, if I'm able to make that show all of a sudden, throw down the money, we're there. Do it. Awesome, dude. And I'll have to tell my friends, too, who like to come and mosh and be like, hey, guys, come to the show. Why? It's going to be fun. <laughs> but that's good that you're finally being able to, you know, outside of, you know, supporting local acts. Well, being able to go out and see like a, your first like pretty, you know, larger, much larger show since the wreck. And it's one of your favorite bands of all time. I mean, come on. Like you're going to feed off that energy and you're going to be raring and ready to go back on tour when you guys are ready to go. Yeah. I'm excited, man. And uh, yeah, you know, I don't want to like downplay the importance of the the local scene and stuff too. Cause that's super cool too. Um, we've been uh, the last one I went to uh, we we're out supporting some, uh, some local friends of ours uh, called separating the seas. Um, we've played a bunch of shows with those guys over the years and uh, you know, uh, super important to get out to those small shows too. Like anybody listening, like every, every big band that you've seen in your life, you know, has, has started off as, as a little guy, you know, and uh, they don't become those big bands without you going out and watching them and catching their shows and believing in them and buying their merch and streaming their music. Well, you know, nowadays streaming their music. Um, but um, you know, so get out and go, go support those local bands, especially the bands that, that, hustle and are trying to you know do it for real you know they're 
a lot of bands out there that are that work really hard and they're super talented bands they just need you to get out there and support them oh i 100 percent agree with you with that even the show i was at last night was a headlining show from palisades and they, the two openers they had on there, because I think the funeral portrait was also with them as well. Yeah, yeah, I should say that they've definitely yeah, worked. Lee, and he's, yeah, he's a great dude, yeah. Yeah, two great, like, just two great bands right there. But they had two local acts from Milwaukee, two local metalcore acts. One was called, uh, God, uh, After Hours Animals. And then the first opener was this uh, band called These Fading Visions. And These Fading Visions, I'd seen them, like, five years beforehand because – their lead singer was like friends in high school with my ex-girlfriend and we were dating, like she took me to the show and all of a sudden now it's five years later and I get to see him play this show. I'm like, okay, let's just see, you know, what's been going on with them in the last five years. Let's see how their sound has evolved. Let's see how, like what's happened with them and seeing like the arc they've been on the past five years. I'm like, okay, this is something that, you know, you're definitely going to want to continue on supporting these local guys because you can see the passion. You can see just this energy that's behind them. And every band has started out at that point, at some point in time. It's, you know, bands like Metallica, they had to play shows like that at some point back in, you know, the 70s and 80s. You know, bands that you have to, like, Bring Me the Horizon was playing shows like that back in 2004 and 2005. And if, if you support them now because all of a sudden that's going to help them start, you know, maybe getting some bigger shows. Maybe all of a sudden get, you know, more attention put on them, more ears listening to them. And next thing you know, now you're going to see some of your favorite local bands become regional bands, become national bands. And you start playing shows where all of a sudden your local venue that can hold a thousand, fifteen hundred people. Those are the bands that are headlining now. Like those, like as much as you want to continue to support your favorite bands, which you should also do, also support your local scene as well, because it just helps make the music that we love so much better. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'll be honest, man, like the, the markets that don't have good locals, like are the, are the markets that especially like those kind of like middle tier kind of national bands, you know, even like even bands like us, you know, I don't call us quite middle tier. We're still, you know, as far as the national thing goes, we're a baby band still, but um, you know, bands like us and bands like, you know, that are, that are kind of in that middle tier as well. Um, they can't come to those markets if you don't have strong local support. So you got to get, if you want the big bands to come through your markets, you got to support your, your local bands so that you have local support for the big bands to come through. Otherwise they're not coming. So like, it's, um, you know, it's all about, it's all about working together to build up a scene. And I, and I think, um, I think a lot of that is instilled in, in me from, again, growing up playing hardcore music, you know, um, Cause that's what it's all about in, in, in hardcore metalcore kind of stuff like that coming up in the early 2000s. It's all, it's all about, you know, building your scene together and, and, and working, you know, working together to build up your city scene. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's never been more true than today. You know, like it, it's super important to get out and support those bands. Absolutely. And even like what you talked about as well earlier, you guys being an independent band, it's everything's kind of, you know, on the DIY side for your, for yourself. A lot of those like local bands, they're in the exact same boat. They're hungry just like you guys are. They're hungry like everybody else's. They want to just be as successful they can be. They want to make their dreams come true. They want to just show their passion and also find happiness in that as well because doesn't matter what the level of success is, but if you get to a point as a band where you are just absolutely happy with where you're in life and what you're doing, my God, you made it and no one else can tell you otherwise. But something that you did mention too earlier is like when you say uh, how important is support from other bands like Ice Nine Kills as well, because I did see a, a quote that was in the press release 
from uh, Spencer Charn is talking about, you know, you guys embody a lot of the same kind of DIY, that mentality and that energy and that drive that they had over the course of many years. Pretty much, I would say up until all of a sudden, you know, the Silver Scream got released and all of a sudden everyone's like, holy shit, this is awesome. And now they still have that mentality of trying to do as much as they can with what they have and continue to go forward with it. I mean, seeing you guys do a very similar thing as well, putting together all the effort that you can, it reverberates down to the local scene as well that you guys are supporting. And if we continue to support as well in your own local scene, no matter where you are, what's going to happen is, is that passion, that drive, that energy is just going to keep increasing, that the quality of the music is going to keep increasing. And next thing you know, those small bands, those local bands, they're going to be the ones that are going to be, again, attracting the major talent to come through. Or they're going to become the major talent. Either or, that's good for them, that's good for the scene, and it's good for you as well because you get to see all the bands and all the shows that you really want to see and be a part of the rock and metal family that you absolutely love. Yep, absolutely. Like build, build your scene. Work, work together to build up your scene. It's super important no matter where you live. Oh, absolutely. Whether it's, you know, in central Oregon, whether it's here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, whether it's in Boston, Massachusetts, whether it's in some small town in Kansas, whatever it might be, just support your local bands, support your, support your bands that you like and support your local scene, support everything that you can, that you like, because honestly, it's just going to help everybody else out. It's going to help you out and it's going to make the scene so much better. It's going to make music so much better. And it's going to get Gene Simmons to stop saying that rock and roll is dying. That's all right. That's, that's my end goal, man. That's like, that's what I'm most focused on. Yeah. Just getting Gene Simmons to shut up about that point. Get off our back, man. Yeah. Just gotta, get, I might have to make a shirt that has just Gene Simmons just on there and be like, shut up, Gene. And, or like have Peter Griffin or no, Peter Griffin with Meg, but put Gene Simmons face where Meg and just say, shut up, Gene. There you go. Now, I, I might get a couple of cease and desist letters from both Fox and from the Kiss camp, but you know what? I'll put it this way. If Ice Nine Kills can get away with putting Disney characters in horror films, I might be able to get away with that. Right. <laughs> I'll try it, though. I also thought of another one was at, at a show yesterday with uh, with SpongeBob, like literally having like a picture of Patrick. It was like, instead of why won't we take Bikini Potter and push it somewhere else? Why don't we take this crowd killer and push them somewhere else? There you go. Right on, yeah. I feel like if all of a sudden I see you guys start like making merch that says that, I'm just gonna look and go, no, they got that, and then just leave it yeah. at that. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think you'll ever have to worry about us with a SpongeBob uh, <laughs> merch item, but I don't know, may, maybe. Hey, if 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 it happens though, all all I ask is just just send me a picture of it so I can be like, hey, I don't know where that came from, <laughs> right? And we'll have some fun with that. So one other thing I do want to ask is because you guys have the, you know, you guys have the EP out from 2021. You guys just released the video from the return. What do you guys have any other new music that you might be working on, especially over the past 10 months? Do you guys have any other new music that might be in the works, might be ready to be released so that when you guys go out on the road, all of a sudden there's more new music to be heard and more people can be like, oh my God, Sleep Signals released more music. What? Yeah, so we were actually in the studio um, early last year, like April of last year, and uh, we were putting together, I think, about six tracks. Um, we uh, we never got a chance to finish those up, uh, be, again, because of the bus wreck, um, but uh, we've been actually working on those uh, the last several months here, um, just kind of polishing up some things on, uh, on those, and then uh, we're heading back into the studio um, going out to Kansas, uh, in like two weeks here, um, to go out and, uh, record some new stuff again. Um, so yeah, I, I suspect, um, 
I suspect we'll release at least something here by the end of the year. Um, you know, might only be a single or two or something uh, initially, but um, we're definitely looking to get back onto like a more regular release cadence again, um, where, uh, you know, we're, we're dropping music, you know, hopefully once every couple months at least. Um, so yeah, um, we've, we've got a lot in the pipeline right now. Um, depending on how this trip to Kansas goes, um, you know, we might be, uh, back there again pretty soon too, uh, potentially. So yeah, I, I would say we, we definitely have a lot in the pipeline on the way. And that's something that is incredible to hear. That's something that really just makes, I think not only myself, but everyone of the sleep signals fans just excited as all hell, because there's something new that's going to be coming on the way. You guys are working on new stuff. And the fact of the matter is, is when we get that new song, we get that first single, what's going to happen is I'm going to see it posted everywhere. Like we did with the return video and just seeing the outpour of people just connecting with it. I think we're going to see that just as much because I mean, we saw it with the return music video. We're seeing how people connected with you from the moment of the crash and every step from that process, from where you guys were at that moment to where you are now, all the fans for all the other support from the music scene as well, from bands like Ice Nine Kills, from POD Avenue, all good things, all those other bands, just that amount of just, you know, waiting and all of a sudden it's gonna be like, it's finally here. They released a new song. They're back. They're coming back. They're going to be playing live shows. Once again, just that excitement is going to just really overtake people. And it's also going to be a point in time where people can look back at that and they're going to look at that first song that you release. And it's going to, no matter what it's about, no matter what the sound is, people are going to have some sort of a positive relation to it of some sort of triumph, some sort of anything to get them past whatever might be in their way. Because if you guys are able to come back from that, and come back just as strong as you guys are, and even stronger than that, no matter what we're going through in life, we can always take a look at what happened with you guys, the strength that you showed, the resolve that you showed, the faith that you showed in each other, the faith that you showed with everything around to get back to the point where you were, and we can use it in our own lives to just go forward and get past any obstacle that's in our way, no matter how small, no matter how big. Yeah, man, I only I only hope that we can uh, inspire people that way, um, you know, that 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 would mean everything to us if, if we're able to, uh, to, to, you know, put that kind of confidence in somebody or inspire that kind of confidence, uh, to somebody when they're going through a tough time. Um, and I know we saw like, uh, some really positive stuff on some of the, uh, comments on the return, um, video, um, where people were saying stuff, you know, like, Oh, it, it this helped me get through a death of a loved one, or I lost my cousin to COVID and, you know, this helped me, you know, those kind of things, um, we handle all our own social media and stuff like that. Again, we're independent, so we do everything ourselves, you know, so we're reading those, we're seeing those, we're responding to those ourselves. And, um, you know, I can't, again, it's like words don't explain, you know, words can't explain like the, the feeling we get from seeing those kind of things. And, um, you know, I, I, it's terrible when I hear somebody lost a loved one or anything like that, but if I, if I know that there's some small inkling of like some way that we helped somebody get through that situation, um, it, it's why we do what we do. It's why we write music. It's why we, you know, there's so much emotion there. It, it, it's, uh, it just, um, like I said, man, I, I can't, I can't even put it into words. Like I hope that this whole thing can be an inspiration for, for, you know, the next band that has to go through something like this, cause it'll happen. And, um, you know, I hope that 
you know, just like we've looked up to the ghost inside, you know, like I hope that somebody someday will look up to us when they're going through this situation and, and, and find some kind of inspiration in that. Well, I hope no band has to be in that position because it is not a good position to be in. But with touring on the road, with going around in a bus, of course, it's going to happen again at some point. And hopefully those the band that that happens to or whoever that happens to is first off is okay. Second off is able to take inspiration from you guys, from the ghost side, from other bands that have been in that position and just continue to just drive and continue to just go forward and find a way to get back on their feet, find a way to find the strength to get back going again and just continue to go after their passion life, continue to go after what they love in life, which is at that point, hopefully the band they're in, the music that they're making and the friends that they've made along the way on top of with the return as well. Cause even when I, you know, was going through the music video, really trying to get into the song as well. And just really kind of taking in that whole entire idea of loss, especially for a loved one or something that you're really closely connected to and going through the grief process of, you know, I want that to come back to me. I want that like person back in my life because I miss them. But then kind of going towards the end where it's, you want that purse back, but you want that feeling back of that you had when you were with that person, when you were by that person. And I know even like the week after we uh, record this, I'm going up north on a vacation with that, just a, a family vacation kind of thing I do every single year. And it's the first year that my grandpa's not going to be there because he died of COVID back right before Christmas. And we'd always go up there and I mean, he wouldn't do very much, but one thing he always liked to do was go fishing off the pier. And it was just him and me all the time, just fishing, just not really talking, but just enjoying the company of each other. It's not going to be the same without him there. But I mean, kind of just thinking about what the return and like that whole entire idea of the song, the video, the way it sounds. When I got to the end of that song, it made me think about, you know, when I get to that point, yeah, I'm going to be sad that he's not there. But also take a look at all the positive memories that I had with him there and all those lessons and all the positivity that's still going to be in me because his memory is still alive with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so, I'm so sorry to hear that man, uh, about your grandpa. Um, but yeah, like, um, yeah, I, that, that's, those are the kind of things that, you know, like I hope that our music can, can help kind of ease some of that pain and kind of like, you know, uh, in, in some small way, I know, like, you know, uh, I, I never expect our music to make somebody feel completely better about a terrible situation like that, but, but, if it can help somebody with even just the smallest little, the smallest impact on somebody's life, that, that means like so much to us. And it's, it's so important to us when we, when we're writing our music and when we release something like this and um, yeah, it, it's the, the, you know, a lot of the stories that we've seen related to uh, the release, the return um, have been similar stories to that. And it's, it's, it's really been, it's honestly, it's really touched us to, to see that. Absolutely. And well, one thing is definitely clear to me after talking with you is when it comes to sleep signals, the drive to keep going, the drive to keep doing what you want to do is there. The passion for the music, the passion for what you want to do in life is clearly there, especially from you and also from the band as well. From the videos I've seen of the, the updates from Travis, especially the most recent one, seeing that smile is just like that dude is ready to go. He is happy to be back. He is ready to go. And it's just it's infectious. And when you see something like that, it's you can connect with it. And it just shows that, you know, when you guys are able to go back out on tour once again, when you guys release new music, when everything starts coming together, you guys are back out doing what you love. Just that positivity is going to radiate 
And it's going to be so infectious that people are going to show up at these shows, listen to your music, and just feel some sort of positivity no matter what situation they're in. They're going to take inspiration from that and just feel the positivity and just go forward with it. And it's going to help them out in life no matter how small, no matter how big. The key is it's going to help somebody out. It's going to help somebody out at some point in time. They're going to take that inspiration. They're going to run with it. And they could be in the darkest point in their life, but that inspiration could be the thing that helps them out of that, that helps them grow and helps them become the happiest person that they possibly can be. Yeah, I hope so, man. Um, you know, I, I know music was a huge part of, of me growing up and, um, you know, just um, it, it got me out of a lot of really dark places myself. And, um, you know, yeah, like, like I said, um, we, 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 I love to hear stories like that, and and I really hope that uh, we that we can have that positive impact on people. Oh, yeah, I mean, you're seeing it happen already. You're seeing it continue to happen, and it will just keep happening as the years go on and on. Man, trust me on that. Awesome. It's going to happen. Well, Robert, as we bring this podcast to its conclusion, one thing I always like to do is give my guests, which is you, a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want to promote at the end of the podcast. So, Robert, floor is yours. Yeah, you know, I don't have a whole lot, man. But uh, really, the biggest thing that I always kind of close these things off with is, um, you know, if you see us on tour, uh, you know, this is an open invitation to everybody listening right now, like, come talk to us, come tell us your name, shake our hands. Uh, You know, like, we just want to get to know everybody out there. Um, We do this because we want to make friends, you know, Um, this isn't... uh, if we did this for the money or the fame, like we would have lost a long time ago already. So, uh, you know, this is all about just uh, getting out there, sharing our music with people, getting to know people, getting to know people's stories. And uh, we've made so many incredible lifelong friends, um, you know, doing this for the past seven years. And, uh, you know, I just, um, I, I, I can't, I can't stress enough the invitation, like come talk to us. Don't be afraid of us. And we hang out after all our shows. A lot of bands go hide in their bus or their, their green room. We're usually out like running around in the crowd, talking to people, meeting people and signing stuff, taking pictures, like just hanging out, having a good time. So um, come talk to me, tell me your name. I want to get to know you. That's a great way to close it. And then outside of that, you're also going to like the second part that I have to close out this podcast with. And so as I bring this podcast conclusion with you, I always like to end it with three very specific things. So first things first, when it comes to sleep signals, I mean, this was one of the most incredible podcasts we have ever done. So you're going to want to stay in touch with the band. You're going to want to follow them on all their socials. You're going to want to like watch your YouTube videos, especially the one for the return, stream their music, download their music, buy their music, buy their merch, and also connect with them so that you can know when all those live shows are coming near you, when new music is coming out. Also be a part of the Sleep Signal Sleep Society page as well. So you want to know how to do that? This is what you need to do. Go to the description of the podcast where it says find sleep signals online. You're going to see labels for all of their socials, YouTube, where you can stream music, download music, buy their music, find their merch, all of that. And then you're going to see the links next to it. So all you have to do is click the link. It'll take you right there. You can like, share, subscribe, listen, download, stream, whatever it might be, buy some merch, whatever it might be. It's there for you. One click and you're there taking care of all the legwork for you. All you got to do is finish it yourself. So yeah, that's number one. Now, number two, Robert, this is something I like to do. It's a promise I like to make to bands. Whenever I have guests on the podcast, I absolutely enjoyed and love because I love to do this stuff. I love the fact that you took the time out to talk to me today. So it's a way for me to continue to support the band and continue to support this music scene that I absolutely love. And this is a promise that has been hit every time I've done a podcast. 
And this, sir, is just a continuation of that. You have not broken the streak. We're going to keep it going. So my promise to you is this, sir. It is not an if. It is a when. Because if implies it might not happen. When implies this is going to happen. We just don't know the date or time yet. When I get to see you guys perform live, my promise to you is this. First round's on me. Right on. I appreciate it, man. And I'll tell you this, it'll be pretty hard to miss me because, again, every show, I wear a Milwaukee Brewers hat, you'll probably see in the crowd be like, I know exactly who that is. Because also you'll see this face just being like, like happy as all hell to be there. Awesome, dude. And now it's time for number three. So, Robert, I cannot end this podcast in all good conscience by saying goodbye for a number of reasons. One, I made a promise and I aim to keep that promise. Second, I would love to have you back in the podcast sometime in the future. Maybe if you guys have, a, when all the new music comes out, new EP, new album, whatever it might be, have you back on and talk all about it. We'll have a blast doing it. Outside of that, I got to come see you play live. Not once, not twice, probably at least like five or six times over the course of however long, you know, we're on this earth. Who knows? But I'll make sure I make it happen because... I love live music, and I can tell the positivity is going to be radiating from those shows, and I want to be a part of it. So can this be goodbye? Nah. This is. See you later. Right. Yeah, I'd love to, man. Uh, anytime you want us, just uh, hit us up. We'd love to come back. Will do, man. So see you later. Thank you. Whoa, whoa, folks, this is my interview with Robert from the band Sleep Signals. Once again, you're going to want to be involved with everything Sleep Signals because – a real triumph over tragedy story playing out right in front of your eyes. You're going to want to be a part of the positivity of that positive emotional impact. That's going to be when Sleep Signals returns to the road, returns to a live show near you. So best way to go about it is to go and follow the band on their social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and the Sleep Signals Sleep Society Facebook group as well. Their own fan group. Links are, links are in the description of the podcast for you to join that also to check out the video for the return stream music download music buy their music buy their merch and check out live shows when they're going back out on the road it looks like it's happening in 2022 baby oh yeah so make sure you go and follow them and support this band because this band is bringing the positivity to you to your life to everything and you're going to want to be a part of it also make sure you're following the core progression podcast we're on facebook twitter instagram and TikTok just as well so go follow us for those because you can connect with us on all those different platforms live streams at pretty much every single wednesday at 9 p.m central on instagram otherwise you know if we're going to do one different like uh i don't know like the week this one comes out because i think on uh the, the wednesday we normally do it we're going to see memphis may fire and from ashes to new so yeah We'll let you know. Just follow us on Instagram. We'll let you know when those live streams are happening. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Corporate Progression Podcast here on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to Spotify on Podcasts, I heard you on Amazon. Please subscribe. Please follow us because that will help us out tremendously. Thank you very much. If you're already subscribed, it means the world to me. Thank you for the support. If you're just joining us and you want to subscribe, welcome to the family, everybody. Come subscribe. Let's have some fun and let's bring you great podcasts with great bands all across the, the world. Yeah, the world because... We've hit all corners of the world. Hell, we've hit Eastern Russia with a band before. Like, we've interviewed a band from, like, literally as far Eastern Russia as you can go. How cool is that? If you are watching this podcast, listen to this podcast, you're like, I liked it, but I'm not going to subscribe. May you reconsider? But if not, thank you for stopping by. You're always welcome here. Also, thank you to support this podcast from Manscaped. Remember, 20% off and free worldwide shipping on your, your order when you go to manscaped.com. Use the code CPP at checkout. Get the crop preserver anti-chafing ball deodorant. I stand by it. Also, remember to get your tickets for When We Were Hungry Festival happening on Vegas 
October 20th and 21st of 2022. We're going to be there. We're sponsoring the festival. Turn to memes and dreams, pancakes in the pit. Come join us. You're not going to want to miss out on it. Core Progression Podcast t-shirt, Milwaukee Brewers hat, pancakes. Come say hi. Let's mosh. Thank you, Robert, once again. Can't wait to continue to, you know, support your band. See you guys play live and continue to connect with you guys all over the place because you're not going to miss out on sleep singles. I'm not missing out on sleep singles. Come join me. On that note, that's going to be for me today, guys. Thank you for listening to the Core Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I end every single one. of the big, healthy, and hearty. See ya! Yeah!